Ladies and gentlemen. You know, I think that's the first time I've actually said ladies and gentlemen. I always say something stupid instead of gentlemen. Andy here, day 158 of the Inner Winner Show. Someone sent me an article yesterday that I read. I already knew it, but uh, I always, this shit cracks me up every time someone reminds me of it. It was this new article that just came out saying what we've all been saying for fucking months and months, saying the average age of death from COVID-19 in Australia currently sits at 85 years old, higher than the average life expectancy. So please tell me how this is a global pandemic that's worth shutting the world down. If people die older than the average life expectancy, that's a very killer virus struck down in their prime. So yesterday we talked about my top five weaknesses. And that was a good episode, but it's important that we flip that and talk about top five strengths. So I'm not doing this to brag. The point of this episode is that I want you guys to go away and do yesterday's exercises where you work out what your weaknesses are, how you can overcome them, or if you want to just work around them like I do in some cases. And then it's important that you flip that and look at your strengths as well. You need to balance it out. Otherwise, you're only getting half of the picture and you're not being objective. So we'll start with my first one, which is probably the one that's the most obvious to me, maybe not to a lot of you, because it, maybe it doesn't come across as much, but anyone who knows me will say, yeah, this is like definitely one of your strengths, that I'm very impulsive. Now, that can sound like a very bad thing, and if left unchecked, that can be a very bad thing. And in fact, in my early days, that was one of my biggest flaws. I would never have said my impulsivity was a strength. In fact, it was the reason that I got so addicted to so many things, why I got so obese, why I got so miserable, why I had a porn addiction, alcohol addiction, video game addiction, TV addiction, all of that shit. Because I get impulsively into things and I make bad decisions without thinking about them and I live in the moment and I say, fuck it, I just want to drink this bottle of alcohol right now, I don't give a shit. But over time and with experience and with age and wisdom, I've been able to channel my impulsivity and turn it into my biggest strength. And... That's what I want you to take away from the last two, the last episode and this one. If you take one thing away, I want it to be that some of your weaknesses can become your biggest strengths. If you learn how to channel them or learn how to work around them or learn how to focus them or learn how to use them for positivity rather than negativity, use them for good rather than bad. So I'm very impulsive in that if I have a new idea or something that I know will help me, or I think might help me rather than sit there and do months and months of research and, you know, working up the courage to do it and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the time I would just throw myself in and just do it. I would just go, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm someone who's very quick to say, fuck it. Let's try it. I'm very open to experimentation. I love trying new things. So that's absolutely served me well. Part of the reason why I ended up beating my approach anxiety and being able to go outside and talk to girls during the day and hit on them was because I found a program that said, hey, here's how you beat your approach anxiety. Here's how you learn to talk to women. And I basically looked at the program and I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it. Like, I didn't think, I didn't question, I just kind of did it. That was kind of how my self-improvement journey started as well. That was how I lost weight. One day I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to lose weight. I'm sick of being fat. I'm someone who, when I decide I'm going to do, or, or when someone suggests something that like clicks in my brain, I just go, fuck it, I'm going to do it. How many times, some of you will know this, some of you have given me ideas for a podcast and then I'm like, that's a really good idea. And then I record the podcast like an hour later. Two days ago, I did a podcast for one of my Patreons, Ed, 
he gave me that idea and like one and a half hours later i was like here you go buddy here's the podcast already done like that's been absolutely instrumental in a lot of my success once i've learned how to channel it so my second strength is that i don't quit i'm extremely stubborn i've said time and time again if you want to be successful, just don't fucking quit. I've done podcasts on this. You can go on my website and look for, uh, just don't fucking quit. There's a podcast called that. I've got an article called something similar to that. I've talked about this in heaps of articles, this concept that if you just hang in there and don't quit, if you just be stubborn and never, ever stop, you will eventually almost accidentally end up being successful. I don't know why I don't quit. I think maybe it was something that I was born with, and maybe in that case, it's been an absolute blessing. But if you want to generate that yourself, it's almost like you have to brainwash yourself. You have to go and read the article and the podcast that I've written and, and you know, narrated about not quitting. You have to go and look to other people who talk about not quitting. You have to brainwash yourself. Get as much of that, like, uh, motivation, so to speak. Brainwash yourself. Okay, I can't be a quitter. The only way to succeed is to to just hang in there and and push through, go and read biographies of other people who've been successful. And you will see every single one of them ran into hurdles. They went through shit times. They went through moments where they wanted to quit and they didn't quit. And every single one of them will say, that's the reason that I'm successful. I just didn't quit. So brainwash yourself into believing that that is the true, you know, path to success. And then you'll fucking, once you start believing it, you'll just do it. Just don't quit. That's it. Just don't quit. Nothing else matters. Just don't quit. Time and time again, I've seen people be successful, you know, with self-improvement, with getting laid, with going to the gym, with making money, whatever it is their goals are, just by not quitting. That's it. I think my third strength is my intelligence. That has absolutely served me well. And it's a funny one. I've talked to a few um, mates of mine about this. There are so many things that guys nitpick or they cherry pick, I should say, from myself, from anyone else who's successful. And they'll say, you know, you're successful because you're tall or you're successful because you're white or you're successful because you're fucking, I don't know, confident. They'll pull out all these different reasons for why I or anyone else is successful. And they'll just cherry pick and say, it's because of that. That's why. And obviously, they're being incredibly shallow and naive in picking one thing and saying, that's the one reason you're successful. You're like a fucking child who doesn't understand anything. But the point that I'm getting to is... The weird thing that no one has ever cherry-picked with me, because I've heard it all. I've written a fucking article. Um, I've written three articles. One was called You're So Lucky. I've written one about I Can't Get Laid Because, and in that I said, you know, I, I nailed all the excuses that people use. I can't get laid because I'm not white like you, Andy. I'm not tall like you. You know, I don't live in a Western country. I don't have parents that love me. I don't have friends. Like, just all these silly excuses. And the one thing that nobody has ever cherry-picked is that I'm intelligent. And that confuses me because I would have thought that would be one of the most apparent things, not just for me. I'm just using myself as an example. But how many people who are massively successful are also incredibly intelligent? Now, not everyone. I know a couple of genuinely not very intelligent people who are fucking crushing it. And I respect the shit out of them because they just work their goddamn ass off. But predominantly, intelligence is highly correlated with success. It just is. That's how it, of course it is. I think we all understand that. It's weird to me that no one's ever cherry picked that. And again, giving context, I've had literally hundreds of stupid excuses of people saying like, Andy, you're only successful because of this. I have never once heard anyone say, you're only successful because you're intelligent. And this is going to sound really fucking patronizing, but whatever. But I think a big element 
of it is dumb people. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this without sounding like an arrogant cunt. So let's just say I'll skip this. I can't think of a reasonable way to say this without coming across as a cunt. Whatever. Okay, I'll just fucking say it. Dumb people don't know how stupid they are and dumb people don't realize how intelligent someone else is. It's very hard to tell that someone's intelligent if you're too stupid to know what intelligence is. That's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. You can go look at that on Wikipedia. But basically, I think anyone who would recognize that intelligence is a helpful trait is already intelligent themselves, right? You're already intelligent enough to know, oh, Andy's intelligent. Oh, Radical on my forums who's also been successful is intelligent. Gravy Train who's been successful, he's intelligent. You know, all these people are pretty intelligent. That's probably why they've had some success. I should be grateful for my own intelligence. I should use my intelligence as best I can. So, man, this is just sounding like a fucking brag, isn't it? I don't know that there's any other way to do this podcast without bragging. And I guess it's good for me to put myself out on the line like this and be vulnerable and risk coming across like a dickhead. And I probably do. I don't give a fuck because I want to show you guys that you need to sit down. Actually, that's a lie. I do give a fuck. That was very unself-aware of me. I do give a fuck about coming across as an asshole. I don't want to come across as an asshole. But I want to give you guys the impression or I want to I want to give you the guys the example. Sorry to show you that you have to sit down and work out some of your strengths as well as your weaknesses, even if it feels arrogant and conceited and you feel uncomfortable doing it. I feel uncomfortable doing this. I'm not having fun doing this. This feels shit. <laughs> this is making me very fucking uncomfortable. But I think it's very useful to know who you are. And we'll talk about that a little bit at the end of the show, why I'm getting you to do these two exercises of asking yourself what your flaws are and what your strengths are. But we'll move on. The next one is that I'm open-minded to new ideas. I'm Tied in with that, you can say I'm desperate to learn everything. I'm very hungry for knowledge. What this means is with the open-minded side of things, I will try almost anything. I've run a lot of experiments. I've written articles about running your own experiments. I never tell anyone what the exact perfect, always correct answer is because a lot of the times there isn't one. I'm very against gospel and, you know, me saying, what I say comes down from the heavens and you must obey me. And this is the only way to get laid or this is the only way to, you know, get thin or go to the gym or crush your financial goals. What I say is correct. And if you're on my website, that means you have to read my doctrine and agree with it and, you know, sign up for my dogma. I've never been like that. I've never been that kind of person. I think it's fucking ridiculous. And I think my open-mindedness to new ideas and maybe another way of phrasing it is my skepticism of my own ideas has been incredibly beneficial. And that's something that I would encourage all of you to do. Start trying to be more open-minded. I've written articles, literally there's one called Always Keep an Open Mind. The more open-minded you can be towards other people, especially towards new ideas, the easier this learning is. Try not to get yourself too caught up in one way of thinking, especially my way of thinking. I don't want you to listen to every podcast that I've ever done or, you know, all the articles on my website and shit, and then get too indoctrinated by that. All my stuff is my philosophy, what's worked for me and my friends and stuff like that. It's my view of the world. It isn't necessarily the correct one. And it's, I certainly can't say it's the correct one for you. I don't know you, the person listening right now. I don't know you. You know you better than I do. So you need to take some of what's on my website Take what's on other websites, listen to my podcast, listen to YouTube's, M like pick and mix, mix and match bits and pieces of philosophies from different, you know, schools of thought, so to speak, put it all together and build your own goddamn philosophy. That's what I did. I wasn't born with all this fucking knowledge, for God's sakes, of like how to get laid, how to improve myself and all that. I had to learn. I had to pick bits and pieces from other people. And some of my biggest mentors, the best one that comes to mind is Chris 
from Good Looking Loser. I disagree with like 50 fucking articles he has. I massively disagree with a couple of points that he has. Hugely disagree. The biggest one being his idea of retention, as in keeping girls wanting to come back and see you. His idea is you just string them along and literally lie to them. And then they say, when they say, where is this going? You just lie and say like, maybe one day we can be a boyfriend, girlfriend, even though you have no intention of it. I massively disagree with that. You guys know that I would disagree with that. I'm all about honesty. I think that's fucking abhorrent, lying to another human being to keep them, you know, in your pocket, so to speak. I think that's fucking evil. That's borderline evil, if not evil. You're certainly violating the non-aggression principle, which is something that I absolutely can't ever condone or be okay with. Anyway, the point that I'm getting to is I disagree with a lot of my mentors, but I love them to bits. I love Chris to bits. Chris from Good Looking Loser. I don't have a bad word to say about him. I think that specific idea of his is fucking evil, but I don't think he is evil. I think he's a genuinely fucking awesome human being. He's a lovely guy. I I love most of what's in his website. I've also taken a lot from Black Dragon blog, but I disagree with what a lot of he's a lot of what he says. I've taken a little bit from the Rational Mail. I've taken bits from the Red Pill, even though I, you know, criticize them all the damn time. I love them as well. So mix and match different ideas from different people, put it all together, and build your own view of the world. And I think the fact that I've been so hungry for knowledge, as in I always want to learn, that's absolutely helped me as well especially if you couple that with my intelligence. I think that that has really helped me quickly analyze things. I have a very analytical mind, so maybe that could have been another one, but whatever. I have a very analytical mind, almost to the point of like being an engineer. I think I could have been an engineer if I wanted to. I did fucking computer science, so that's basically the same shit. But I like to analyze a problem, figure out how it works. I think most guys do, let's be honest. Okay, let's be honest. Most people who are into self-improvement kind of have that 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 idea of like breaking down a problem, figuring out how it works, getting in there. Men and women, women who are into self-improvement, I think they really like to do that too. We like to analyze the situation, figure out what's going on. Yeah. So be open-minded, be desperate to learn new things or, or like keen to learn new things. Don't ever just look at one view of the world and say that's correct and close yourself off to everything else. And then Be willing to run some experiments, try some different things, try what's on my website, try what's on someone else's website. You might love what's on my website, or you might tweak what's on my website and find a way that makes it work even better for you. So the fifth and final one is that I'm very empathetic. I care about other people very fucking deeply, sometimes to a fault, sometimes way too much. I've had many coaching calls where afterwards I'm just like, I need an hour break or something. I just have to go and like lay on the couch and just sort of close my eyes because I'm like so deep in what that person was going through that I'm like, man, it's going to take me an hour to like get over the way that they were feeling. I think that's been very helpful to me. I think that's been why a lot of people have liked my articles and my podcast and shit because I think I come across as caring about other people. I don't think I've ever come across as cold. Now, I used to be cold. So empathy is something that I've absolutely learned. And it is a trait that you can absolutely learn. There's books on it. I don't have any offhand, but just Google like, you know, books on teaching yourself empathy. I think books like You Can't Afford the Luxury of a Negative Thought, that'll probably help as well. That made me a more empathetic person. Just working on your goals makes you a more empathetic person, honestly. And if we're going to talk specifically about men and women, if you're a guy listening to this and, you know, you're out there trying to get laid with women, the more women that you sleep with or the more women you date, the more women that you come into contact, really. Eventually, you do just start naturally empathizing with them. You can't help it. Like, if you meet enough of them, you'll be like, a lot of these women are really sweet. You can't help but want to know more about them, want to know, you know, what makes a woman tick, what is the world like from a woman's point of view, what do women want, you know, 
how do women view men? All these kind of th- questions. You'll start asking women. You'll start figuring out the answers. That naturally makes you more empathetic. So, really, the way to become more empathetic is go and read some books, like I said. But mostly, just go talk to a bunch of women. Go hang out with a bunch of women. That was what did it for me. Because I've talked in the past about how I got very deep on the red pill. I got to a point where I really didn't like women. I hated them. I, I thought they were the enemy. I treated them like the enemy. And the way that I came out of that, even though I didn't want to, I wanted to keep hating women, but I met so many lovely women that I was like, God damn it, I can't hate you. You're too sweet. And then I meet another one. I'd be like, well, I can't hate you. You're just a sweetheart. There's no one. I'm trying to hate you. I'm trying to figure out how you're a bad woman and you're just like all the other bad women, but you're just such a fucking sweetheart that there's nothing bad I can say about you. Legitimately nothing. Even when I'm trying to invent something, I can't figure out one bad thing about you. Maybe I was wrong with the premise that women are all bad. And over time, I started to open up. You know, my cold heart was warmed by these lovely women. And yeah, that's how it happens. So that's a way to learn empathy. Go out and just talk to a bunch of people, talk to a bunch of women. So we'll summarize. My five uh, strengths are impulsive. I don't quit. I'm intelligent. I'm open-minded to new ideas and hungry for knowledge. And I'm empathetic. Now, again, the point of this wasn't to brag. I felt a little uncomfortable doing it, but whatever. I think it's a useful exercise for you guys to do yourselves. And if I can put myself out there and risk looking like a bit of a fucking arrogant jerk, fine. If it gets some of you to do it too, that's what I want. I'm trying to get you to do your own strength and weaknesses list. And the reason for that is because a big part of self-improvement, of crushing your goals, of getting laid, is knowing who you are. That makes the self-improvement thing a hell of a lot easier. If you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know who you want to be. You know what qualities you want to develop because a lot of these weaknesses you can like improve or get rid of or work around. And a lot of my strengths came from doing that. I turned a lot of my weaknesses into strengths. And I want you guys and you girls to get to a point where you turn your strengths into weak. (laughs) Where you turn your weaknesses into strengths. You could turn your strengths into weaknesses if you want, but that would be going backwards. So that would be a bit silly, wouldn't it? So the final thing I'll say is, I honestly think you should do this properly. And when I say properly, I mean in an accountable way. So go onto my forums. That's at killyourinnerloser.com forward slash forums and make a post on there. If you're not on the forum, sign up, make a post on there. I want you guys to post your five weaknesses and your five flaws. Uh, fucking hell, I'm really tired. Post your five weaknesses and your five strengths. Maybe that should have been one of my weaknesses. I'm really fucking tired today. <laughs> Post your five weaknesses and your five strengths. You don't have to write a massive amount. You can if you want to, but you can literally just list them as a dot point list if you want to. That will keep you accountable. I want to see a bunch of you guys going on there and posting these things. Don't just listen to this podcast. Too many people listen to a podcast or they listen to a YouTube video and then at the end they're like, well, that was nice. I'm just going to go back to my normal life. The point of these podcasts isn't just so you can listen to them on the, the way to work or while you're going to the gym or some shit. If you're at the gym right now listening to this, pull out your fucking phone, go on the forums. You can log in on your fucking phone and post five dot points. It'll take you fucking two minutes of your weaknesses and then post five of your strengths. That'll take you five minutes in total. Do it between sets. Do it in between reps. If you want Do one bicep curl and then, you know, write one letter and then another bicep curl and then another letter or do it in between deadlifts or do it with like voice chat, text to speech or speech to text. Do that while you're deadlifting. Great. Now, if this episode helped you, I'd really appreciate you supporting the show by joining my Patreon. It's only five bucks a month at the lowest end, gives you early access to all these episodes. You're going to hear them roughly three weeks before everybody else. That's fucking kick ass. So patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser. And again, 
Go post on the forums. I want you guys to actually do this exercise properly. Don't just listen to this. I've said it a million times over. If you want success, you have to take action. I'm telling you right now, this is your call to action. Take action. Do this exercise and yesterday's exercise. 